What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Ab Geek Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Carl, the chief Ab Geek, aviation maniac, whatever you want to call me. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ab Geek Chronicles podcast. So glad to have everyone back, and if you're a new listener to the show, thank you for tuning in. I uh, appreciate everyone who listens, who leaves uh, who leaves comments and ratings on the podcast. Really, really appreciate it, and thank you uh, for continuing to uh, come back every week as we release new, new episodes. Uh, so if you don't, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, after today's episode, make sure you go give that a listen was uh, was able to have the Davis family on for a really, really good conversation um, that surrounded their family, their flying, and their brand new YouTube series called There By Air. You guys really got to check it out. It's really, really fun. Um, they're flying around the U.S. as a family. Uh, it's just really entertaining content, uh, and it's bringing, bringing some new, new life into, you know, what aviation can do, you know, not just for you personally, but what what it could do for your family and the fun that you could have and the experiences um, that it can afford you. So after today's episode, make sure you check that one out as always. But you're probably like, man, Colin, your audio is bad today. You got some background. Well, that's okay because I'm on my way home from uh, a really cool experience today um, that happened uh, flying um, and that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast because I was like, man, it was such a cool experience today. I think I'm just going to document it and talk about it and kind of what I learned. Um, so I'm doing a podcast on the way home. So no equipment, just my phone, my voice talking to you guys. So what are we going to talk about today? Back on episode 27, I talked about introducing newbies to aviation. And I had my beautiful wife on the episode uh, because she's brand new to aviation and I'm slowly still introducing her to the world uh, of flying and everything us pilots like to do uh, around the airport uh, and in the sky and wherever we go. Uh, but I had a new experience this, this, uh, this week and today. Um, I introduced somebody that has become very, very close to me uh, to flying. It was a first experience uh, for this gentleman. Uh, and he means a lot to me. He uh, He's my pastor uh, at my church. His name is Luke Davidson. He's never been in a small system before. Um, and I had slowly been asking him if he wanted to go fly. I was like, hey, Luke, we're going to go fly. Let's go get some breakfast or something, you know. I know you got Fridays off. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's just let's hop a run real quick. Let's let's go get some breakfast uh, and do a little flying together. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And uh, finally, kept asking him and asking him, and we finally got it to work. So today's episode, I'm going to give you, I guess, what I consider good advice on how to introduce somebody who's never flown before. Um, you know, to flying, actual day of type stuff. So in episode 27, we kind of talked about the overarching things um, of what to do, but I'm going to go step by step on what I did uh, for Luke to make sure he was super comfortable in the whole experience and the whole day. And I know he felt super comfortable uh, and loved the experience because at the end of it, uh, he was like, man, I want to, I want to bring my, my two oldest kids uh, and let's do it. Can they come? I'm like, yes, let's bring them and let's introduce them too. Um, so I'm going to talk about kind of what I did step by step to make sure that Luke's 
experience uh, in and around the airplane in the airport was a good one. So to start off with, uh, you had to pick a location. So unfortunately, Luke kind of lives in the central part of Fort Worth, um, kind of by DFW Airport, which isn't really centrally located to where my airport, where my plane is uh, stored. My plane is stored in Denton, which for him would almost be eh, a 45-minute drive. That's not really conducive. Uh, to trying to make somebody have a really good first experience around the airport, making them drive 45 minutes um, to uh, to your airport. So what I did is I picked a central location to him, which happened to be a really good airport that I'm really familiar with, and that's Fort Worth Meacham. So I said, hey, Luke, we're going to go fly. And he said, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. And I said, hey, meet me at Fort Worth Meacham. I'll fly down. It's centrally located to you. He had to drop his son off at school, and then he met me at the airport. And that was the first step in making sure that he had a really good experience because it was convenient to him. It was very close to him and probably only turned a 45-minute drive into a, I don't know, maybe a 20-minute drive. So picking an airport that is close to them, not close to you, I think that's a really, really good idea. Now, step number two, at that airport that I chose, you know, I didn't just tell him to show up at a parking lot or show up by a fence and come in. You know, sometimes that airport, that's just how, you know, how you have to do things and you can't get around it. And so, you know, take this advice for what it is. It's not for everybody. But I said, hey, meet me at this FBO. I'm thinking he's never been to a, uh, you know, to a small private airport uh, before. And, you know, this isn't like some big commercial terminal. So I'm going to have him meet me at a really nice and welcoming FBO, just helping that experience. So I said, hey, Luke, meet me at the Texas Jet FBO at Fort Worth Meacham Airport. I really love it. It's easy for me to fly into. Uh, It's good. Why did I pick Texas Jet? Well, for one, the ramp people are awesome. I love going in there. They, uh, they welcome you, man, their crew, uh, on the line. They're just so fun and so bubbly all the time. Always full of energy. Uh, the ladies at the desk are always super nice. Um, they have really good drinks and snacks. So that's a positive. Uh, that's a really good thing about, uh, business jet FBOs is the, uh, the snacks that they have. Love that. Um, but it's just an overall welcoming environment. And if the people around the FBO are really nice to you, really nice to your aircraft, they're going to be really nice to your guests. And they were. So I had Luke meet me there and he loved it. We got him a little coffee, you know, made him feel really, really comfortable. And then we walked out to the plane and he already saw, you know, how nice the, uh, the people around the airport were. Cause I mean, they just booze, you know, friendliness. I love it. That's why I love Texas Jet. So put in a plug for Texas Jet. If you come to Fort Worth, make sure you hit up Texas Jet. All right. Um, And by the way, this is nothing against my home FBO up at Denton, US Aviation. This is all about convenience for my flyer. So after uh, I had Luke meet me at the FBO, we then walked out. You know, he has his little coffee. We walked back out to the airplane. So What's the next step in making sure his experience is comfortable? We did a little walk around. That's always the smart thing to do, right? Make sure you do a walk around. Make sure you the plane is all good and checked and making sure your passenger feels comfortable knowing that your airplane is checked and all good. So we kind of walked around, talked a little bit. Um, you know, I set his headphones up for him after the walk around. Then I got him into the got him into the aircraft, kind of explained how the belt and everything, um, everything worked. And then before I even started up the aircraft, 
I went through a brief of, hey, Luke, where are we going? What's going to happen? Where are we flying? How am I going to communicate? I went through a whole brief on what was actually going to happen in the flight. And so then after that, then we go through that whole brief, make him feel really comfortable, make sure he knows what's going to happen and that there's not going to be any surprises out there. I was going to be super transparent with him. You know, I even went through maybe some things that we could expect. Maybe we could, you know, it's, it's midday. We, you know, the sun's rising. We could expect maybe a little turbulence, probably on the way home, not really going out there because it wasn't that warm, but coming home definitely was warm. Um, so made his experience by just telling him what's going to happen and what you could, uh, could expect. So nothing randomly is going to happen and, you know, scare him. But I know Luke wasn't going to be scared of anything because he was just super stoked about the experience. So then after we went through the whole brief, we started up. You know, we did everything by the books, and that's key. Don't show off. Do everything by the books. Go through your checklist. Make sure your writer sees it. And do everything right. Don't skip. Don't skip anything. So then we taxi out. Now, the next step is I actually went through my run-up exercise with Luke. Why I do that? I do that with my wife. I do that with anybody that I fly new because not only does it make sure that I go through all my things properly, but it also helps them learn what you actually have to do as a pilot. So we went through the whole run-up process, showed him why I have to do everything. Why do I have to check the magnetos? Why um, do I need to check the instruments? Why do I need to make sure everything's plugged in on my iPad? Why do I have to pull carb heat and all this to make sure everything's where I went through step-by-step you know, as a good education and learning lesson for him, making sure I'm reviewing and I do know my stuff, um, and then just making sure everything properly functions on the airplane. And so then, as we uh, we call tower, we ask for departure, we go to our next step. The next step was to make sure I walked step through step everything that I was doing on the departure. So I told him, I said, all right, we're running our speed up. And then I pointed, uh, I pointed to uh, to our speed and I said, "Hey, this is how much we're go- or how fast we're going." You know, I see the speed coming up. I see the speed coming up. It hits that point, and I said, "Okay, I'm lifting up." So then, you know, I pull back and we we lift up, and then I said, "Okay, aiming for for eighty knots." You know, we're we're going up at eighty knots, and then we start going up. We start going up. Start going up. And then I just start walking through step-by-step why I was doing and saying everything to make him feel comfortable and make sure he knew what I was doing every step of the way. The key to making sure people are comfortable while you fly, if they are new, they need to know what you're doing so they're not freaked out by something random. You know, it keeps, not only does it keep you at ease because you're going step-by-step and make sure you don't miss anything on your checklist, but you're keeping them at ease as well. So then throughout the flight, we got through all the hard part, you know, getting up in the air, making them feel comfortable, making them, you know, planning it all out. It's some tough stuff sometimes, you know, especially if you're you're flying with somebody who can be worried sometimes about flying. Uh, But luckily, Luke wasn't. So it made that process so much easier. So as we're flying and we got through all the hard stuff, uh, you know, going up to about 4,000 feet, you know, to our destination, we got up to a nice cruise, uh, cruise level. And once I got, you know, I didn't get outside the class B space, but I got to a comfortable level and outside a lot of traffic, uh, the, the main traffic area where I said, okay, Luke, you want to fly because that's, 
if you're taking somebody new up and they're worried about flying because they're claustrophobic or this or that, what I have found and what I have found with my wife and other people is they feel so much at ease about what is going on if they actually feel what the aircraft is doing. So to do that, I said, hey, Luke, you have the controls. Now, as the pilot in command, I am 100% responsible for what goes on in the aircraft. Now, I had full trust in Luke that he wasn't going to do anything stupid. So I gave him the controls and I said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do some things, okay? Just so you feel comfortable with flying an aircraft and how it feels and what it's like. So we did some banks to the right. We did some banks to the left. And then we, you know, I had him, I had him, you know, push the nose down and to feel what that's like, pull the nose up to see what that feels like. And we just did some basic maneuvers of flying. And then after we had some fun doing that on the way to our destination, I said, okay, you know, I showed him my four flight app and I showed him kind of where we're going. I said, all right, follow the line. This is where we're going. Let's get, you're going to have, you know, you're going to fly me to the destination. We're going to see how you can do. Now I was still again, the pilot in command. So if anything went wrong, I was right there to make sure um, that I could take controls and that I was ready. And I was, you know, being responsible, being the one looking out the windshield and making sure there was no traffic. I had the TCAS up uh, on the iPad on my four flight app, uh, which by the way is an amazing tool. So if you do not have something like a Stratus attached to your, uh, uh, to your four flight app, make sure you do that. It's a godsend. Uh, but he flew and he flew all the way there up into the point where I had to start uh, doing the, um, the approach and landing process. But everything just went so smoothly. And the reason why it went so smoothly is because I went through the steps, step by step, by the books, through the checklist, making sure I was doing everything right and that he was comfortable as a guest flyer. And because I did all those steps, because I wasn't trying to show off, because I wasn't trying to to peacock and say, hey, look at my skills, and I wanted to actually have him enjoy and learn something, I went through the book, did everything accordingly, And I gave him an experience that was comfortable, that was safe, and that was a good experience. And that's how you have to do it. Now, the next step, if you're going to fly with somebody, you're going to fly to a destination. The next step, this is so important. You got to pick the greasiest spoon restaurant that you can find. I mean, that's the whole point of flying is not only do you enjoy flying, the views, the beautiful Texas landscape, the beautiful day that you have. But you got to enjoy the food that you're going to go eat. So we went down to Cleburne, Texas, and we went to my favorite restaurant down in Cleburne. We went to Susanna's. If you haven't been to Cleburne, Texas, and you ever fly through and you have the opportunity to stop somewhere, Cleburne is another great pit, uh, another great small little airport um, down in a small town, Cleburne. Uh, but Susanna's home style cooking is fantastic. So we ate some uh, some food. He had, uh, what did I have? I had some chicken strips and some fries. He had some uh, biscuits and gravy with sausage gravy. Um, oh, man, we just stuffed our faces full of Susanna's great food. Um, and it was awesome. Had great discussion. Um, just stuff about what's going on in the church, stuff going on with him, uh, stuff going on with me. It was just a really, really good conversation. But having that conversation, having that really good food, having a really good experience for a first time flyer, um, was what made, you know, a lunch like this, um, so much better. So then after the lunch, what did we do? 
we went back to the airport and this was actually a really good time because he actually started asking a lot of questions. He was so comfortable, he wanted to know more. Um, so what I thought, we were just gonna, you know, hop in, do everything. He actually wanted to do a little walk around, start asking questions about the aircraft and everything like that. And the questions that he was asking were very, very thoughtful questions. I mean, they were questions like, why uh, or what's the difference between a piston engine and a turbine engine and the reason why he was asking that is because we were parked next to a citation and you know how they work you know what's the main difference between your cabin versus their cabin you know how high can they go versus uh you know what altitude can you go um you know questions like why was there a helicopter landing at the same time you know we were uh parallel right by us um you know the lighting, the signage, you know, how come you can just walk into this airport versus another airport? I mean, just general, very thoughtful questions that the average first-time flyer may not um, may not ask. So I took that as a really good sign as he was super engaged about it. He really, really wanted to know. And it was kind of funny because it was testing me and my knowledge, um, which was also a good experience because some of the questions I don't normally think about. So overall, um, it was, I was really pleased um, that he was engaged like he was. He was asking questions like he was. He was testing me like he was. And it overall, you know, showed that he was having a very positive and good, uh, good experience. Uh, but that's important. But I, I believe it's a testament to the steps I decided to take uh, in order to make him feel comfortable, in order to make him uh, have a really good experience uh, is exactly, you know, why he was getting engaged like that. So after the questions, after our walk around, you know, on the ramp, uh, checking out all the different planes down there in Cleburne, um, then we hopped back in uh, and I did the same exact thing just like I did when we left. I kept going through my checklist. I, you know, walked through them step by step um, with him. I did not do an abbreviated uh, uh, run up just like I know a lot of pilots would do if they um, if they hop back in the plane when the engine was still uh, still warm, but I didn't take any shortcuts. I wanted to show him what it's like, uh, and then we uh, we took off from Cleburne and headed back to head back to Fort Worth. And during that time, uh, you know, on the way there, I was actually on flight following. I was showing him, you know, what it sounds like to talk with, um, you know, regional approach and regional departure. Uh, and kind of what it's like from, you know, I, as I kind of call the big boys um, here in the DFW Class B airspace. But then on the way home, I uh, decided not to pick up flight following because it's such a beautiful day. Had the TCAFs. Uh, it was a relatively quick flight with the, the wind, uh, the wind at our tail pushing us. Uh, so I decided against it. And uh, after we took off and we got... Uh, you know, in a, in a safe uh, distance away from the Cleburne Airport, gave him the controls back, let him fly a little bit more um, until we got back into the busy Fort Worth airspace. Um, but it was really cool because we we flew through uh, we flew through Sphinx's airspace and you know how do we talk to show them how we talk to to towers when we're passing through their airspace and then different types of things um, you know that we uh, that we talk to controllers uh, about, but. Overall, you know, the, the, the trip going home was, it was quick, it was easy, it was painless, um, you know, even though it was a little bumpier, and this goes back to the topic that I said, uh, you know, you always, it's really good to, you know, tell your flyers of things that they should expect, whether they're good or bad, because, you know, things like turbulence, if you tell 
your passenger, hey, we may experience just a little bit of turbulence. Don't, don't worry. There's nothing to worry about. It's just something that, you know, little planes like this are going to experience in these times of days. Uh, and that's what it is. And that's what I did. Uh, because on the way home, it was a little bit warmer in Texas. You know, we're notorious uh, for when it gets warm. Uh, you know, you just get natural bumps in the air, you know, caused by air disturbances. So that's what happened. Uh, we had that and, you know, he took it like a champ. He wasn't, you know, wasn't afraid. He obviously was, you know, well prepared for it. Um, but it made for a bumpy little ride back into Fort Worth. And my landing at Meacham wasn't, I wouldn't say it was my greatest landing of all times, but, uh, but it was a good landing. We got there. And then, you know, I, this is kind of another part that I wanted to do for him. Um, you know, when I got back is, you know, just like I gave him a good experience when he arrived, I wanted a good experience for him when we departed. So we pulled up to Texas Jet. The nice ramp people greeted us as always with their with their bright faces, their awesome, uh, awesome attitudes. And, you know, just they just they're just so fun. I mean, they they greet you with smiles and they're so just so stoked to see you when you get there uh, and know that you had a safe flight. So we, we shut down. Uh, we got out. You know, and then uh, we walked back in. You know, I just I just didn't send it. I could have just dropped him off. You know, kept the engine running. Say, hey, get out, go. Um, I got to go back to Denton, but that's not what I did. I want I wanted to continue a good experience for him, so I shut down. Um, we got out. We walked back into the FBO. I, you know, I offered, hey, you want a drink? You want coffee? You want a snack? Because Texas Jet has really good snacks. Um, and you know, he grabbed a coffee. And we just debriefed and how everything went and how his experience was, how he felt, you know, did he have any questions? Uh, and overall, I mean, not too many questions, but he had such a positive experience. He goes, you know, that was so much fun. I really appreciate you doing that for me. I said, no, it's not a big issue. Like, I love doing this. Like, I want to do this for as many people as possible. Um, but I knew he had a good experience because after everything was over and we were done debriefing, he said, hey, next time, you know, you have a free day and you're flying, you know, could we could I bring my two oldest kids? And I said, absolutely. I would love to introduce them, um, you know, to flying and aviation in the plane, because I know that's like, that's so important, you know, as that's something that I wish I had the ability uh, to experience, you know, at the age of his kids. Um, you know, they're, they're relatively, they're relatively young. Uh, but I'm really stoked to be able to give his two kids uh, two oldest kids. He's there. They're two of five, actually. Um, kids experience, you know, in the airplane experience flying. Uh, I can't wait to do it. Hopefully it, it is soon. Um, just so we don't have to go up when it gets super hot down here in Texas. Uh, but that's how I knew he had a really, really good, um, experience because as a father of five kids, you know, experiencing flying really for the first time in a small aircraft. Um, and then after that experience saying, Hey, I think my kids would really love this. That's how I, you know, I was validated. I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's keep this going. You know, I'm so stoked to do this. Um, but I think that's just in a testament to the steps that I took to make sure that he had a comfortable flying uh, experience. And I know these steps don't work for everybody. They're not going to work, you know, maybe for you because you're out in a small airport out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but those are the steps that I personally took to make sure that my passenger had a great experience. And I know that I'm going to replicate that process over and over for anybody that I introduce to aviation and to flying. So I hope you guys learned a little bit, uh, you know, something that, you know, 
to have a good flying experience, you don't have to show off, you don't have to showboat, you don't have to peacock. All you have to do is follow your steps, basically help teach you know somebody what it's like to fly. Do your normal procedures. They're gonna get a lot more out of that than you flying and you know, you showing off what the aircraft can do and you know these super cool skills that you have that's just that's not cool man it's not safe um for first time flyers let me tell you from from you know first flying my wife who's deathly scared of little airplanes uh to flying a pastor with five kids it's better to fly the plane as it should and go through your procedures like you should um that's how somebody's gonna have a more positive experience than you trying to uh do things that the average person won't but everybody i really hope you enjoyed uh the episode today i hope you learned a thing or two uh i hope it was super you know super fun to learn how i uh personally introduced um someone like my pastor luke davidson to uh to aviation i think it's really important that if you're a pilot that you're introducing people um to our world you know to how flying works because that's ultimately how we're going to continue having advocates for our business and our industry and you know people uh it's important that we have people support what we do. So remember today at the end of the episode, if you haven't already, make sure you head over to the iTunes podcast library. Make sure you give the podcast a rating if you enjoyed it. If you didn't, make sure you leave a comment uh, on how we can make the podcast better. And if you love the podcast, make sure you write a rating as well saying why you love the podcast. I would really appreciate you guys because you're your your feedback is what's going to continue making this podcast even better as we continue into the year uh, because I want to the, the only thing you know my purpose in this podcast is to make it entertaining fun educational uh, for all young uh, and aviators of all age not even just young aviators but I really do uh, want to make the podcast worthwhile and I really do appreciate all uh, your attention and for everyone that listens across the world so That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for joining me. As always, I really, really appreciate it. But we will see you next time on the next episode of Av Geek Chronicles. See ya. Talk to